I'm back. What is happening, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 1, the season premiere of Big Apple Bites. My name is Andy, and of course, I've got a great show for all of you today. March Madness. It is upon us. One of the greatest sporting events that we get as sports fans. It is a fantastic time. It's what makes March one of the greatest sports months. And there is a lot to unpack. Brackets. Upsets. Diving into teams. Who we think is going to win it all. And so I brought on two of my good friends. Carl and the other Andy. Um, so we got two Andys here today. And we're going to give you guys a deep dive into who we like, who we don't like in the tournament, possible upsets, and we're going to make a bracket too, um, which will be very fun. And this was a really, really fun um, episode to do. I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get right into that. Okay. Yeah. I- Carl, Andy, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good, too. Excited for March Madness, which is what we're here to talk about today. So, first of all, March Madness, it's just, it's one of my favorite sporting events of the year, and I think there's a lot we got to unpack here. So, first of all, guys, who are you guys rooting for throughout the tournament? I already know Andy's rooting for Iowa, but... Yep. Heck yeah. Let's see. Well, I'm kind of rooting for. Go ahead. You know who I'm rooting for? I'm rooting for Ohio. Oh Ohio. my god! No, no. I'm an Ohio fan, bro. I'm an Ohio fan. Sure. Or, or like, oh Alabama. Like rooting to win the whole thing, or like who I want to see do well. Either. Okay, so like Illinois, Illinois and Baylor. Yeah, Illinois is really they've they've kind of they've kind of captured my heart recently. Like they're they're just fantastic. I can't, I just can't get over it. They're 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 just too good. They're too good, and I'd I'd honestly pick them as my as favorites even over Gonzaga at this point. But I don't know. But so I. I'm rooting for Virginia, obviously. Huge Cavs fan. And yeah, that's a, that's a bit, that's going to, Carl, we're going to have a bit of, we're going to have some problems with this whole Ohio thing. <laughs> I mean, Bro, when they win, what, what day do they play? The 20th? They're, they playing, they play on, on they're playing on Saturday. All right. Yeah, I'm, the, here's the thing this is one game where it's like previous years I would always pick Virginia to go all the way I'm like it's going to be their year it's going to be their year and I got it right finally 2019 but I I can't trust them this year I really can't they've been I don't either they've they've been upset too many times somebody is out we don't know who I'm pretty sure I saw something earlier today saying it was a bench player, which is good because then it's prop. Then I, it's not 
Sam Hauser, who if I think if a guy like Sam Hauser or Jay Huff were going to be out, I wouldn't see them winning that game. But for teams that I like going into the tournament that I'm going to root for also, I'd say for sure Illinois, Loyola Chicago too. I mean, that they're, they're fun. They, they had their run a couple of years ago. Did you hear Sister Jean's going to the tournament again? Yeah, I saw that. But so I'm looking, I'm looking Illinois, Loyola, Chicago, Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham. He's a stud. And yeah, that's, and and Georgetown too. That would be it'd be cool to see them make a run. Well, Loyola and Illinois are a possible second round matchup. So exactly it. Yeah, it's true. It's like all three of those teams are in the same region, which kind of sucks. It's going to be like them cannibalizing each other almost. And then I'm actually going to give an honorable mention to Iowa. I actually have them going all the way in one of my brackets. I think I think Luca Garza can I think he can get a squad carry for that for them and take them all the way. I think people are writing them off given that they've had they've they've been a bit rocky, but I think they're they're just a solid team. They're a solid team and I think that they could go all the way. And they're a two seed too, so you've got the seeding advantage. I think with Luca Garza is just like he's just your average big man. He's good rebounder. Like just good big man. But what sets him apart is that one, he's a man amongst boys. He just throws people around. And two, he's an excellent shooter. Which makes him really dangerous because you can't just lay back on him and Iowa, the team itself, are really good shooters. So that's why you can't just go double team Garza once he gets the ball because we have shooters pretty much everywhere on the court. Exactly. I think the thing with Garza, too, is that he's so patient when he gets the ball in the low post. So he can just mm-hmm. wait for someone to bite, and then he can just take over. But the thing is, one half he's going to struggle, and the other half he's going to go off. We saw that in the Big Ten semifinal. He struggled in the first half, then he – got a little hot towards the second half. So, like, how is he going to adjust, like, if he plays a team like Gonzaga in the Elite Eight or if he plays a team like Kansas or USC with Evan Mobley in the Sweet 16? Yeah, well, this is what's interesting is I filled out a different bracket earlier. So, one of them, I've got Iowa beating Gonzaga in the um, Elite Eight. But I did one earlier today where I actually had the USC making it to the elite eight out of that bottom part of the west region i think i think they are a sleeper team that people need to watch out for yeah i agree in one of my brackets i have usc going to the elite eight or not the elite eight the sweet 16 then losing to iowa because like one bracket i have iowa going to the final four and then another bracket i have gonzaga going to the final four yeah, same. That's a, it's a, it, that's the same with me. I think I don't think USC gets past Gonzaga if they make it to the Elite Eight. I think here's the thing with Gonzaga. I don't know. I understand they're the favorite, but I'm just not sure if I'm able to trust them. Given that a their strength of schedule sucks. Like, sure, they went undefeated. Yeah. They had a great year, but they play in a conference that didn't they? They yielded two teams, right? Yeah, them and BYU, who's a six seed. Yeah, that's 
it it's obviously not it's not a strong conference you that you can't deny Wait. but I'm like putting some money on Gonzaga because one of them I've going to the final four. And it's just the thing with Gonzaga is when they have all their guys, when they have Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, and then Ajayi and whoever the power forward is, I can't remember. Then they're going to be stacked. Corey Kispert's a great shooter. Suggs is a great point guard. If Suggs goes out, they're done. There's no way they're going to win. And Timmy's like a standard big guy. Not like Garza good, but he's very above average. Yeah, But you're right. Their strength of schedule is just so weak. I'm not saying they're not a strong team. I'm just saying I – it's hard to gauge a team when they're playing te- – when they're playing teams in their conference who are not necessarily – they're obviously not tournament level. Um. So yeah. while we're sticking in – the um west right now there are a couple teams here that i think could pull off some major upsets and one i'm looking at right now obviously is ohio because uva they're they are prone to being upset i've seen metrics saying that they're like one of the most likely if not the most likely high seed to be upset in the first round i think can i can i say that you can't sit a fact real quick. Ohio only lost to Illinois by two points this year. Yeah, I heard. I I remember that people were talking. People were talking. I heard some people talking about that, like with them beating Illinois almost. But I think I think Ohio is a team that you could even watch go to the Sweet Sixteen if they get hot. They're another. They're another team that could be. Yeah. In both of my brackets, I have Ohio going to the Sweet Sixteen. But the thing that separates them is one bracket, I have Creighton going around 32. And the, the other bracket I'm looking at right now, I have UC Santa Barbara. So, like, that's that's my only 12-13 matchup. That, 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 it's, it's really weird because I could see all four permutations for that, 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 those two games and in the round of 32. I could see any of them happening because I think Creighton is also another team that's prone to an upset. And right, yeah. I, I could see a 12, 13. I'm not going to, if I'm going through making my picks, I wouldn't necessarily do that. I'd probably have one of Creighton or Virginia making it out of, out of their games mm-hmm. because I think a 12, 13 is just so unlikely, but I could see it happening. Right. Um, and then actually another um, potential upset um, in this region is Eastern Washington and Kansas. Uh, so I have like one thing because I was looking, I was doing some stats, some like research. And Eastern Wash, I go by like 11 different things. So like it's, it's not like a tie. It'd be like six and five at the least. And I had Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington had better stats than Kansas, but my gut's telling me Kansas. I just, even though Kansas has like three people out that won't be going to Indy, I still feel like they're a much better overall team than Eastern Washington. And they've played, they've played so much more 
they have a way higher strength of schedule. Well, for sure. I mean, it's a they they played in the Big Twelve was a ridiculously good conference this year. You can't deny that. I'd say they're the second best conference this year behind the Big Ten. Yeah, they're both of those conferences. I mean, you had two one seeds coming out of the Big Ten, and then you had a um you had a two seed also coming out of the Big Ten with uh, Ohio State. And then with the Big 12, you gotta you gotta look at some of these teams that came out of the Big 12. You've got Texas three seed, um, let's see, uh, West Virginia another three Western. seed, another solid team. Oklahoma State, who I think was underseeded, personally. Um, Texas Tech six seed, another sleeper team, made it. Arkansas in the SEC. I did it again. Did one of those stupid <laughs> things. But, yeah, so forget I said anything about Arkansas. Texas Tech, another sleeper team. And Baylor, one seed. That, they're, that's a really good conference. Okay, so here's the weird thing. Andy already said I was smoking high about this fact. One, one bracket, I have Texas Tech going to the Elite Eight. And then another one, I have them losing in the round of 32. Who are they losing to in the round of 32? Colgate. Come on. I think Arkansas you're... is so overrated. <laughs> That's another upset I could see happening, but <laughs> Colgate beating out two solid teams in a row. I mean, that's crazy talk, man. I mean, Colgate is averaging almost 90 points a game. They're shooting 40% from three. They're a really high – they're a really offensive team like Arkansas, so I think they would put up a good fight. They have a quick, flashy point guard. I forgot his name. They have, a, they have two great shooters, and, like, I feel like they would pick up a good fight. But I can, I can for sure see Texas Tech beating Colgate by 40. What I was trying to explain to him is that we see teams like this every year. They come from a bad conference. They play bad teams. They're not used to playing good teams until they get to the tournament. That's why they have – that's why teams like Winthrop or Abilene Christian or Colgate, like you said, they come into the tournament with one loss with high hopes just to realize that they are playing someone that the competition is just – way out of their conference league. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. But if you look at some stuff in the past, this is one example I can think of. Three-seed Baylor versus 14-seed Georgia State. You can just think about those upsets. and Or like 15-seed Middle Tennessee State over two-seed Michigan State. Like, it's literally March. Anything can happen. You're absolutely right. Like, they do come from – weak some of the weakest conferences in the nation but they if one they can get on a run really quick and if they start getting cold if someone gets hurt anything can happen someone gets covid you don't know yeah factor this year it's a huge huge factor i'm actually kind of interested to hear some more about the reserve teams and how teams like Louisville aren't in the tournament until someone gets COVID and that their entire postseason relies on someone getting sick and not being able to play. 
which is kind of sad in my opinion. Well, yeah. didn't I – I thought I saw something yesterday saying, like, Louisville's not coming to the tournament. Like, they're not – this reserve team business, like, isn't important right, well, or anything. He, like, Here's the weird thing. Sorry to interrupt, but, like, if they're a reserve team, are they still competing in the NIT? I uh, I think so. Let me look up the NIT bracket. Because it's just like, what happens if like Louisville is in the NIT? And let's say hypothetically, I don't know, Kansas, they have to withdraw from the tournament. Like, is Louisville going to fill in then or are they still in the NIT? It's just COVID is a big factor, like what Andy said. That was also one of my questions. Like, let's just say Gonzaga gets COVID and Louisville comes into play. Is Louisville going to be the one seed? Because there's teams that could actually blow Louisville out of the water that are lower seeds. No, though. yeah. Yeah, I don't... So I'm interested to see if that happens, what would happen. Well, I'm looking right now. So, there is no... I'm looking at the NIT bracket right now. There is no Louisville, no Duke. Okay. Neither of those teams. So I mean, Duke, another thing is their own problems, but yeah, it's just like this doesn't really have a lot to do with it. But I bet so many people in like the ESPN tournament challenges when they're submitting brackets, I bet so many of them have like a top seed team making it, like Gonzaga. So if a team Let's say, like, Gonzaga gets, like, a bunch of people who have COVID. They have to withdraw. And then if, like, Louisville comes in, are they going to still count, like, Gonzaga as wrong for every single person? Or are they still going to technically count them as Louisville? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. But so here's my guess. They are bubbling the teams. So I'm – here's the thing. Never say never – it's in the middle of the pandemic. We don't know what's going to happen, but here's the thing with uh, COVID. The the teams are going to be bubbled in Indiana. So it's much less of a concern than during the regular season, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because in the regular season, they were still traveling. Exactly. And they're they're not really going to be traveling at all for this. And they're going to, I'm pretty sure there's, they're going to have to test everybody before they get into the bubble to make sure it's, it's a secure bubble obviously. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, back to looking at some of the teams. Um, And even back to the uh, to Kansas and Eastern Washington. Here's the thing. When is Kansas traveling to Indiana? They're traveling on Friday, I think. Yeah, that's the same thing with Virginia. (laughs) I think Eastern Washington could be a good team to pick as an upset team. I don't know. Kansas is either traveling tomorrow or Friday. It says three players won't travel with the Jayhawks. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem. Um, and then let's look at some more sleeper teams. I think another team to look at, Michigan State, is another you got to look at as a sleeper team right now. I think they're, I think it's almost a given that they're probably going to beat um, UCLA um, tomorrow, Thursday night. And I, I think they can beat BYU easily. Yeah. It's just an update. I was trying to find something about Kansas, but Virginia is not, not traveling until Friday either. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I think that's going to be another factor. I think that's why I think Ohio is such a good upset pick. And then here, here's another, here's another team we got to talk about Georgetown. I mean, they went on a crazy run in the big East tournament. They were below 500 going in and I don't know. I think they're they're going to be a popular sleeper pick this year. It's just like, was that a fluke or are they actually being serious? That's the real question. They've got all the momentum in the world right now. Right. I feel like Georgetown could be one of those teams that they either make it to the Sweet 16 or they get knocked out first round. Oh, you that's what I actually saw this one thing today. It said in the past 40 years, 50 12 seats have upset the five seed. Which yeah. means that means there's likely going to be one. It's, it's, yeah. And in, in both of my brackets, I have two uh, 12 seeds, 12 seeds upsetting a five seed. One bracket, I have Winthrop and Georgetown. Another bracket, I have UC Santa Barbara and Winthrop. So, yeah, I did. So in what I filled out earlier, I had, yeah, I went a bit up in the, in the West region. I, I actually picked Eastern Washington um, to win their game against Kansas and Ohio to beat Virginia. And then I have Georgetown beating Colorado. I think that's going to be a popular, I think that's going to be a popular upset pick this year, given how much momentum they have. And then I also have um, Michigan State. It, it's it's likely going to be Michigan State um, beating BYU out of the uh, out of the East this year. I'm. It just depends, like if you. It's just like what happens if UCLA wins in the first four. Obviously, like the favorite is Michigan State, but so was the last team to make it technically UCLA. Or was um, the last team in? Let's see. I I think it might have been UCLA. I think I think it might have been UCLA. When you guys filled out your brackets, how many one seeds did you like on average? Did you have in the final four? I had oh, two. Man, I think I I think I had two in both of mine, and one I had. One of them, I had Baylor and Michigan getting into the Final Four, and then this one that I just did today, I have uh, Illinois and Gonzaga. One of them, I have two, and another, I have three. Ooh. Which is kind of scary. It's a lot. I know. Every time I filled out my bracket, I couldn't, like, even imagine that. Every game that I thought of, I couldn't imagine the onesie losing. So I, sometimes I would have like three or two one seeds in there, but realistically, I'm pretty sure there's only going to be like at at most one one seed in the final four. You can never count out Tom Mizzou and his teams. You can't. Yeah, you really can't. And they've been they've had some they've had some good flashes this year, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I mean they were. Michigan. They were, they turned from like a team that was likely going to miss it to being a lock in a matter of weeks. Yeah, I mean that's I what happened. Know how it's happen. I don't know who. I'm just I'm pretty sure there's going to be one one seed at most. I'm just going to cross out Michigan. No way they're making it to the final four. 
I actually had them winning the national championship in one bracket, but it's it was a big pool, so it was like you had to pick some a team that a lot of people are sleeping on. That's why I, I ended up picking Iowa in that. I so I and originally then, had Michigan, and then I changed my mind. I'm like, heck no, Iowa going all the way. But yep. I'm, yeah, I I I think I think Gonzaga got off easy with their region. I think I think they are the most likely given their quality and the quality of their teams the the teams in their region they are the most likely one seed to make the final four mm-hmm. it just depends like if hypothetically gonzaga and iowa play each other in the elite eight it just depends how garza performs it depends how suggs and kispert and timmy perform but if we look at the midwest region that's that's tough Oh, That's a man. really hard reason. Yeah. You have you have potential Sweet 16 matchups of Illinois, Oklahoma State. You can have Houston, West Virginia, Houston, Syracuse, and then an Elite Eight of Illinois and Houston. I would say in out of the Midwest, there are three teams that I think have a real legit shot to make the Final Four. Illinois, for sure. I'd say Oklahoma State, too. I think a lot of people are going to pick them. I actually had them upsetting Illinois in one of my brackets. And then West Virginia. I'm not, I'm not too sure about Houston. I'm not the biggest fan of West Virginia. I don't know why. It's well, just... they've, they've, they've had a rough stretch. And that's why I'm – I actually – I think in one of my brackets I have them losing in the first round of Moorhead State. But, in – I have them losing to Syracuse in the round of 32. I think Syracuse, that's one of my big, big upsets. Syracuse is another, is another really interesting team to get. I I can't, I can't really gauge them. I think, I think San Diego state is that, that game, that game is a really tough one, but I, in the, the one I did earlier, I had San Diego state winning and then losing to West Virginia in the, um, uh, around a 32 because West Virginia is the higher quality team. I just don't know if you like still remember this or not, but Syracuse runs this really good two, three zone and not a lot of teams have time to prepare for this in the tournament. And with all the Syracuse guys still here, Joe Girard, Buddy Beheim, those guys are getting hot towards the end of the year. So I feel like they have some momentum going into their first round game. I mean, they almost West beat Virginia. Vir- yeah, but until Reese Beekman hit the buzzer beater. Oh, that was but, And West Virginia does have good shooters, Miles McBride and I forgot his name. But they're both good shooters. It just depends if those guys can get hot. But I don't know. If Syracuse's zone starts to get working, they start making their shots, then they're going to look unstoppable. Yeah, I trust you more look analyzing game plan than me, that's for sure. Uh, I guess back to the topic of Carl's good defenses. If you guys have watched an Iowa game, they actually run probably four or five different defenses throughout the game, or defenses slash presses. And the point isn't to try to steal the ball or apply pressure. It's just to take time off the clock. Um, I believe one time they – there was like two and a half minutes, I believe, and they ran two or three different presses and zones, and they got it down to about 30 seconds without the score changing. And I feel like that could be 
really big against teams like Gonzaga and Kansas with really elite offenses because that is actually Iowa's one of their big struggles because we struggle a lot on defense. Yeah, I'm going to bring up another thing about defenses. If you look in the East region, fourth seed Florida State, they're going to trap you. If you get stuck in the corner against Florida State, they're going to steal the ball. They're going to take it from you. That's where one of their greatest advantages is. So I think they just – their defense is so good. And then with Scotty Barnes, his athleticism, I think I have them in both of my brackets going to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I'm out of the out of the East. The two teams. Um, this is a this is another tough region. This is a really tough one, and I think I think this is the one where it's most likely a the one seed is not going to make it out of there. Mm-hmm. Because I I think Michigan. I'm I'm not so sure about Michigan. They got cold at the end of the year, but in my in the bracket I did earlier today, I have Texas. In Florida State in the Elite Eight and Texas going to the Final Four. I had that in my first bracket. And the thing with Michigan, yes, they got on a cold streak too. And one of their top scorers, if not the, the top scorer on their team, Isaiah Livers, he's out with a foot injury. And we don't know when he's coming back. That's another concern. And one of the things I really like about Texas is their coach, Shaka Smart. He is a really smart coach. He knows when a sub player is in at the right time. I was watching some stuff towards the end of the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma State. He would sub people in like every 15 seconds. If they needed a rebound, they would sub people in and they'd get the rebound. And then they'd sub in a bunch of guards because Michigan or Oklahoma State was playing the foul game. So they'd sub in good free throw shooters. So he just knows when to sub people in at the right time. And they have good talent all throughout. Oh, for sure. I think I think they're. I've got them going all the way to the national championship. In one of my brackets, the first one I made, I have a rematch between Iowa and Illinois. Oh, same here. Same. Wait, no. Wait, Iowa. Oh, oh. I was thinking. I was thinking Ohio State. No, I think. I think that's another. I think that's another one that could happen. Because I had um, Iowa then Kansas, final four. Oh, or it's not. Sorry, not Kansas, Texas. Iowa, Texas. I yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Another team. Here's the. I'm actually gonna throw out another sleeper team. LSU. Or Saint Bonaventure. Either one of those two teams. I mean, I mean, this is gonna. That game is gonna be good because you've got LSU, who's got a very good offense, and then Saint Bonaventure's got a dump. They've got a very good defense. Here's my take. I have in both of my brackets, I have St. Bonaventure winning in both of them. And then Michigan's barely beating them in the round of 32. And the reason why I have St. Bon beating LSU. Yes, LSU is a good offense. They have um, Trendon Watford, or if that's his name, Watford, Cameron Thomas, and another guard. But they all play iso ball. If you were seeing them against Alabama and other games, they're, t- they're forcing their shots, and some of them aren't getting back on defense. And if you're facing a team like St. Bonaventure, who's really good at pushing the ball, and they're really good in transition, and their defense, they're going to force Cameron Thomas and Watford and everyone else to take bad shots. So I'm a little hesitant on LSU, but it can go either way. 
Yeah, I actually have LSU going. <laughs> I think you're going to think I'm crazy, but I have LSU going all the way to the Sweet 16. I wouldn't say that's crazy. I, I think that's a very possible solution. If yeah. Georgetown can power through and get past Florida State somehow, Georgetown's a team that can either play super well or like just play like crap. And if LSU could get that day where they don't play very good and they show up, that's a very possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I I'm I have Georgetown um, over Colorado, but I'm very very hesitant to have them beat Florida State because Florida State was the highest quality team in the ACC during the regular season. Didn't show in the tournament, but they were the highest quality team in the ACC. They were able to beat Virginia very well. Who there they were they were the second best. They they, they it. The regular season standings didn't necessarily reflect the quality of the teams. I think Florida State played the highest quality basketball out of any of those ACC teams. And I'm just not sure how Georgetown can get past them. And that's why I have them going to the Elite Eight again. Next region we should probably dive into for some sleepers and stuff. Um, The Midwest, the chaos region. I'm, I'm... Con- I'm relatively confident that Illinois, if they get past Oklahoma State, will get into the Final Four. But I don't know. I think Oklahoma State's as good as anybody right now. I just don't know who's going to guard Kofi. It's two very good teams. I'm more confident in Illinois, but you never know. Well, if Loyola Chicago does get past, they've actually had the best ranked team defense in the in the NCAA, I believe. So if they, I feel the only way that you could beat Illinois is if you almost played like Jordan rules on AO where you don't let him dribble, you don't let him do anything and you get someone big on Kofi. Like put like the biggest guy you got on him because what his style of play is get the ball, put it up and try to get fouled or just body everyone. And I feel like if you could get someone big on him that he can't throw around, that could be really helpful to beat a team like Illinois. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's, it's going to be tough to beat Illinois. I, I have them going all the way in one of my brackets. I'm confident that they can do that. And even if they were to play Gonzaga in the national championship, I think they could beat them. They had a higher – they – Sure. If Gonzaga's to make the national championship, they'd be on an undefeated run, but their their region, their path to get to the Elite Eight at least is not necessarily tough, especially if Virginia doesn't make it that far. Like I what I have right now is Gonzaga playing Missouri in the round of thirty two, then going to the Sweet Sixteen where they're gonna play Ohio. They beat Ohio, I think, with ease. And then they play USC. I have USC beating Iowa in an upset in the Sweet 16. So it'd be a 1-6. And then Gonzaga, very confident they'd be able to make it to the Final Four. I have them losing to Texas because I'm not completely confident in them against a high-quality team like that. But I think Illinois, I think they, they're, I think Illinois would have a good shot to beat them in the national championship if it were to get to that point. And then 
Here's the here's the question for you guys. What do you guys think of Oregon State? No, nah, first round exit. They won their conference, didn't they? Yeah, they won the Pac-12. Yeah. Well, the Pac-12, in my opinion, was wasn't the strongest conference. They had some good teams, but I don't feel like that's enough like experience and like hard work to get past a team like Tennessee. And then if you do end up winning, take down Kate Cunningham and Oklahoma State. I don't think they'd have any chance of beating Oklahoma State. What I what I have right now is Oregon State beats Tennessee, plays Oklahoma State, and I think Oklahoma State would trounce them if it were to get to that point. And then I've there was one of my brackets where I have Rutgers either going to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. What do you guys think of that one? I, I'm a uh, – you know, I do have Rutgers beating Clemson. But I just – I really like Houston-style play, and I really like – if you watch how they play, they're so good at offensive rebounding. As soon as one person, if Quinn and Grimes puts the shots up, four guys are already down there getting a rebound. And they can get five straight possessions, five straight opportunities to score. And I just don't know who's big on Rutgers that can handle all that. But I, it is a big possibility. I can see that. Yeah, what I have in the bracket I did earlier today, I've got, I've got Clemson and Houston playing round of 32. Clemson upsets, but then loses to West Virginia in the Sweet 16. I haven't seen Houston play that much, but... All I know is they have that Quentin Grimes. He's pretty good, right? And I feel a team like Rutgers, they're good. They have good team offense and defense. I feel if they – Geo Baker, their star player, I feel like if he does very well in that game, I feel like they have a chance of beating Houston if they get past Clemson. Because you never really know with the 7 and 10 seeds. That could either – that could go either way anytime. Yeah, the eight and nines and then the seven and tens are there's no upsets. It's just a toss-up game, basically. Speaking yeah. of seven and tens, can we go to Oregon VCU? Oh, that, you guys having that one? That's a tough one. I have I have I've basically from what I've filled out so far, I've basically had that a split. This one I did earlier, I have Oregon, but I have that one a split too. One of them I have VCU, other I have Oregon. I like VCU because of Bones Highland. Some of their star players. I haven't watched a lot of Oregon or any Oregon. I've watched more VCU. And that game's pretty much a toss-up, like you said. Yeah. I trust you more with the analytics on that because I mainly I mainly watch Virginia and I'm not as much of an analysis of their type of gameplay. I just How many reverse dunks does Jay Hoff have? He oh, has man. so many. He's had a lot. I don't know exactly how many, but I have seen a lot from him. He would be – he's another guy who, if he – I think if he were to go down, Virginia would be toast. But okay, hopefully that it, doesn't happen. Is it bad that I have, like – I don't really have a lot of, like, kind of low-seeded teams, like, going to the Elite Eight. Not, like, 12 seeds or anything, but kind of, like, in the mid – like, I know one bracket, I have, like, Texas Tech going to the Elite Eight. So, like, teams like that, like, six, seven, eight, or, like, five seeds. Like, any? I've got – I – so, for my Elite Eight, my lowest seed is a six. I have 
three of the four one seeds making it, and then my next lowest is a four. I have Gonzaga, USC in the West. In the East, I have Florida State, Texas. In the Midwest, I have Illinois, West Virginia. And in the South, I have Baylor, Ohio State. Here's the thing with mine. For the bracket I did today, I have literally one seed, two seed, one seed, two seed, one seed, two seed for all the regions except East. In East, I have Florida State and Alabama. But the first one I made, I have Gonzaga, Iowa, West Region, Florida State, Texas East, Baylor, Texas Tech South, and then I'm pretty sure Illinois, Houston, Midwest. Ooh. Which sounds more reasonable. Yeah, Houston's a team that's overrated, in my opinion. But that's just me. Another great team, in my opinion, is Alabama. They did not uh, play in the great conference. They haven't done anything that's, like, too outstanding. I feel like – Their offense is good, but I don't know. Their offense is good, and I do trust Javon Quinterly at point guard. But – and who – is it Moses Moody, or is he on Arkansas? Herbert Jones, that's who I was thinking of. I think he's a good big guy on Alabama that I think can, you know, get it going. But, yeah, I do think they are a little overrated. The NCAA actually says that they have a harder strength of schedule than Illinois. No. Uh, I have a hard time believing that. I, it's I was barely, trying. but the analytics are saying that, apparently. I was trying to look up, like, trying to find something that has, like, a strength of schedule. And I did find one thing. Let me see if I can find it again. Um, yeah, I have this one. I found this one website, and it has, like, the strength of schedules. And they have Illinois at one. They have Illinois with the hardest. And then it goes Iowa, Ohio State, Penn State, then Wisconsin. Well, it's the Big Ten. That that conference is exactly. ridiculously good this year. Exactly. With, like, Rutgers at eight, Texas 11, Oklahoma State 12. Like, Big 12 teams and Big Ten teams. That's why I like Rutgers possibly making a run is because their, their seed, they had a tough schedule, and I think they played – I think they played decent enough that they could make a run. And it, it was the big if you had, If you had Baylor, Texas Tech, and the Elite Eight, who would you pick? I'd pick, um, I'd pick Baylor. I have Baylor, Ohio State, but I'm, I'm starting to second-guess my picking Arkansas over Texas Tech. Because I've, in a bunch of my brackets, I've had Texas Tech beating Arkansas in the um, round of 32, but I'm not sure. All right, so Andy had to go, but he might come back, the other Andy. But Carl and I are just going to keep going here. Um, so we were diving into the South a little bit, and yeah. All right, one thing I want to look at is kind of in the upper, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Villanova, Winthrop, Purdue, North Texas, like those games. One bracket, I in both of my brackets, I have Wisconsin – Winthrop and Purdue all winning their first round game. But then the difference is one bracket, I have Winthrop going to the Sweet 16, another one, I have Purdue. Yeah, uh, that, I don't know. I don't know. I think either – I think Winthrop, they play good basketball from what I've heard. 
I have them going to actually going to the I have them going to the Sweet 16 in one of my brackets. Like my South, I might have to change, but so I've got I think Winthrop is gonna beat Villanova. I'm not I'm kinda I confident so in that. Um I'm very confident. I could actually see Purdue making it into the Elite Eight over Baylor. But I think I I could see him losing to Winthrop too. Purdue is Jaden Ivy, their star player. I've seen him play. He's great. He's just an all around good player. And it's just what's gonna happen if like he starts to get cold, like I don't know Purdue's other players. I just know Jaden Ivy's just amazing as a star player. But Yeah, it's like when Carson Edwards was carrying um uh two Yeah, years Purdue ago. exactly. Yeah. He almost killed UVA single handedly. That was painful. Dude, he had like ten threes. I remember he put up like forty plus points that game. They're lucky that they're lucky they won. <laughs> so I have UNC beating Wisconsin in one of my brackets, but then in one of my other ones I have Wisconsin beating them. But I think whoever does win that game is gonna lose to Baylor in the round of thirty two. <laughs> I just uh, – Wisconsin's strength of schedule is so high, and I just like them more overall as a team. Yes, North Carolina has Armando Baycott, their great shooter, Kerwin Walton, who went to Hopkins. Um, this is on that team. They have, they have, like, Walker Kessler off the bench. He performed pretty well in the ACC tournament. But I don't know. Just Wisconsin has Demetric Trice and Nate Rivers. I think the the South is a bit crazy. And then with UNC and Wisconsin, UNC has been on a nice run at the end of the year, but Wisconsin, they've got the strength of schedule. This is kind of like, sorry to like go off the South region, but what do you think is the toughest region? Toughest region? Uh, It's either the, I'd say either the, East or the Midwest? Yeah, East or Midwest? I think I would go Midwest. Yeah, if, if I'm doing any one, it would be the Midwest because you've got Illinois, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and even Houston, who are all good teams. Or you could maybe make a case for South because you're going to put Baylor, Ohio State. Yeah, and I could Texas Purdue, Tech, Texas Purdue. Tech, Arkansas, Colgate. Um, Stop with the Colgate business. <laughs> Dude, when they win, I'm going to text you. I'm going to spam you. Gonna... I know you're going to. I mean, that would be a huge upset. I would lose my mind if they actually won. <laughs> if No, I would lose my mind if Colgate won, if Santa Barbara won, and Ohio won, and Drake. Those that would be like... crazy. About Drake, actually, because I I could see them being another sleeper team. I don't have them. It in I have USC. Uh, I had them making the Elite Eight in this bracket, but I think Drake could go on an upset run. Yeah, I think the thing is whoever whoever plays Kansas in the round of thirty two is advancing. Whether Eastern it's... Washington, no, 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 no. We got Eastern Washington. I got Kansas. And then USC, I think USC will be Kansas. Or if it's going to be Drake, then Drake will be Kansas. I have USC going past Iowa, even. Uh, I don't know. I, 
I have, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. I have Georgia Tech over Loyola Chicago. Oh, that's, I feel like that's an 8-9 game where it's less of a toss-up than the others. I really like Loyola Chicago in that game. I really don't. All they have is Cameron Crutwig, and then it just, I don't see anyone else. But that defense. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech got lucky. Georgia Tech got lucky that they won the, they weren't going to get past Virginia if it weren't for their COVID case. But if, you, if they're going to beat a team like Florida State, if you're going to Jose Alvarado as their point guard. Oh, the guy on the Phillies? <laughs> make a case for both teams, but. Well, that's the case with any of those, those games, like the 8, 9, 7, 10 games. Um, yeah, so I think we've kind of done everything that we need to in the bracket, but I think we should, I think we should go and fill out a bracket. I've got a pool where I've got like three entries, so I say in there. So Gonzaga, and then I think I think we can safely say Gonzaga wins this game, right? Yeah. All right. Oklahoma, Missouri. I got Oklahoma. Yeah, I've got I've got Oklahoma played in the tougher conference, so I think that yeah. can give them the upper hand. I know Missouri got on like some cold stuff too, and I wasn't liking how they were playing. Yeah, they were decent, but I think I can look at the analytics here on ESPN. Um, Oklahoma was five played twelve games against top twenty-five teams, and they won five of them. And then Missouri played six and won four of them. Very similar points per game. Then, so notable. Oklahoma's been ice cold. They had an 0-4 end of their regular season. And, but Missouri lost six out of their final nine, which that's kind of tough. So I, I think we go Oklahoma on this one. Creighton, UCSB. UCSB. All right, let's go with them, I think. And then Virginia, Ohio. Come on, man. Dude, I think we know, gotta... this, is, this, is, this is your podcast. We can do Virginia. <laughs> I really – I think – here's the thing. If it's not a, like – if I because I don't think it's, like, a Hauser or Huff that's going to be out. It's some, somebody from the bench. So, it could be, like, a Walden Tensai who – he, he, he wasn't a starter most of the year. So, I'd say – I think we go with Virginia. Uh, is Walden Tensai a senior? Is he a junior? I think he's a senior. Oh, that sucks being a senior coming off the bench. He could come back next year, though. Because of the extra year, so I hope everybody does. Um, USC and Drake, um, or Wichita State. Um, uh, this can go either way because I, I remember I got Drake in the Sweet Sixteen, but USC with Evan Mobley. I'd probably go USC. USC would be my safe bet. Me too. And then Kansas Eastern Washington. I know I was talking about Eastern Washington pulling off the upset in this one, but I'm not sure that that's a sustainable pick. I I don't feel like it's sustainable either, and it's just didn't Kansas and Eastern Washington play each other one year in the tournament? I don't know, did they? Eastern Washington was in it at some year, or no? They played Northeastern. That's who they played. That's right. So Kansas in this game? Yeah, let's go Kansas. All right. And then Oregon VCU. I think we might 
have to go with VCU on this one if we're taking like I'll, an upset. I'll go with VCU. All right. And then Iowa Grand Canyon. This is going to be Iowa all the way in this one. Next region, the East. Texas Southern. Be serious, man. Dude, it's the second one. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh, That's yeah, not going to happen. Just, just go Michigan. Just go Michigan. Yeah. All right, then LSU, St. Bonaventure. I am very confident in St. Bonaventure, but... I think their defense is pretty... Their defensive efficiency is apparently very good. So, I I say we go with St. Bonaventure in this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Colorado, Georgetown. I don't know whether to ride the team that was, like, decent this oh, year well. or the team that's been with all the momentum. I feel like momentum does play a big part, but it's I'm still hesitant because like it could be just a straight fluke. So what happened is uh so Georgetown won three games against top twenty-five teams this year. But Colorado, Colorado beat USC three times this year. Three times. Apparently. Georgetown beat Creighton twice, beat Villanova once. Lost by nine to Virginia, lost by five to Syracuse, beat Seton Hall twice, and won by six against Xavier. And then their – but their conference record wasn't great. Um, and Colorado was – so Colorado was three for and one against top 25 teams. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know who to pick in this one. What do you think? Um, let's see. Well, Colorado, I think, has the highest free throw percentage in the whole tournament. Oh, dang. They, I, this was one of my stats I looked at. They have – they shoot 82.2%. Wow. And then, you know, most of the other stuff is pretty identical. Their strength of schedule is very high, but so is Georgetown's. Yeah. I think this one's – I think this one's honestly a toss-up. All right, so if we're uh, looking at uh, – yeah, Colorado gets more points per game, but there's also the Patrick Ewing thing. Colorado does allow less points per game. Yeah, so do you think we go Colorado? Ooh, or do you think we go – a... Well, what's the Patrick Ewing thing? Well, he's got the experience in the tournament. Good coach. We go would... Colorado. Yeah, let's go Colorado. Florida State, UNC, Greensboro, I think probably Florida State. State. Then BYU versus likely Michigan State. So let's say it's Michigan State. All right. Uh, Texas. No, no, no. Like, let's, wait, no, no, no. I, I if it's Michigan. Like, say, okay. I was, I was saying, like, let's say Michigan State wins the first four games. Yeah. Then I'm feeling like BYU had, like, somewhat – of a tough schedule, they're they're pretty much identical. Michigan State did not really have the best record towards the end of the year. Like in the last month, they finished seven and six. Yeah, Gonzaga That's did get the destroyed by quality teams, or or BYU got destroyed by quality teams. I would say for how everything else is panning out, go Michigan State. All right. Now, I think Texas in the next one versus Abilene Christian. Yes. Uh, UConn, Maryland. What do you think of this one? UConn. Mar- 
All right. I think UConn could potentially have a shot at Alabama. James Boknight is very underrated. So you said Alabama there. Actually, why don't we go back up to the uh, West and just fill out the rest of that. Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Uh, Gonzaga. All right. Uh, uh, UCSB, Virginia. I'm thinking Virginia. Um, you know how I'm sus about Virginia, but... I mean, I am too. I think it's the yeah, I think it's the safe bet. Let's go Virginia. My gut's telling me Santa Barbara, but you know, we'll, we'll go with. Yeah, twelve. That, that would be a really tough game for them to win. Uh, USC Kansas. I'm thinking maybe USC. Yeah, USC. Yeah. VCU Iowa. Iowa. All right. Uh, Gonzaga, Virginia. I think no question Gonzaga. They killed Gonzaga. And USC, Iowa. I, I'm going to admit I didn't watch a lot of USC, but I just know one thing. Evan Mobley, a freshman, is not going to be able to guard Luca Garza in that hypothetical matchup. Yeah, that's – they didn't have good, as good a strength of schedule either. I say let's go, go Iowa. Iowa, Iowa. All right, and then Gonzaga, Iowa. Well, Iowa can play. Yeah, good. And the one time they played, it was early in the season. Everything's getting, like, together and everything. Mm-hmm. And as the season went on, Iowa's strength of schedule got harder. Gonzaga's was easy all the time. Gonzaga goes undefeated. A lot of factors weigh in. It's just – there's a lot of things that are going to depend um, on the game. But if I had to go with my gut, I'd go Iowa. Oh, wow. All right, man. I'm a tough one, but I say we go Iowa in an upset here. Okay. All right. All right, let's go back down to the east. Michigan-St. Bonaventure. So I said this like over – over and over, and I'll say it again. I got Michigan barely beating St. Bonaventure. I got you. I just feel like Michigan is just too fast for St. Bon, even without it delivers. Yeah. Um, Colorado, Florida State. I could see Colorado Florida. winning this. See Florida. I, I, I feel like Colorado would barely squeak by Georgetown. So then I feel like Florida State is going to have more momentum. That's true. Then, in state, you see it. Well, here's the problem. Then we'd have likely one, two, three, four. But that does happen. Yeah, that's true. Let's stick with Florida State for now. Um, Michigan State or Texas? Texas. I am confident in Texas. Me too. Me too, man. If you don't feel comfortable going one, four, three, two. I would be more confident picking UConn over Alabama than St. Bonaventure over Michigan. 0-4 oh, against top 25 teams. Never mind. <laughs> I'm on that. And then Colorado and Florida State's a really interesting one. So Colorado played more games against top 25 teams. Florida State did not have a good tournament. They've, been, they've they gotten the upset champion. a lot. I'm not necessarily confident in them because they've been upset quite a bit recently. 
don't know, man. Stick with that. Yeah. All right. Michigan or Florida State? I mean, if you're that hesitant about Florida State, maybe Michigan. But from looking at these two teams are very even, but Michigan had a a tougher strength of schedule. Big, big 10 teams. And then Texas, Alabama. Texas. Okay. I like the confidence there. And then Michigan or Texas. I think they, I think they're going to, they're, they're gearing up to make a run. Two. Never have a three seed in the national championship, though. It never happens. Yeah. Next, other side of the bracket, Baylor beats Hartford. I can confidently say that. Roberts, I don't think we can argue on that either. It's North Carolina, Wisconsin. I am confident in Wisconsin. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm indifferent, so I'm going to – I think we go Wisconsin. Nova I'm Winthrop. Winthrop. Purdue for the next game, I'm guessing. Tech, Utah State. I think we're both confident in Texas Tech. Conf- I'm confident in Texas Tech. Me too. Then Arkansas Colgate. Oh, Come on. Oh. Hey, I let you go. No, I let you pick Virginia over Ohio. Andy said they they didn't play games against they didn't play a single game against a ranked team this year. Not one. Let me look up Georgia State's schedule when they played Auburn. I mean not Auburn, Baylor. Honor, what a legend. RJ like like have one of the weakest strength of schedules. Like here, when they played, Baylor was twenty four and ten and Georgia State was twenty five and nine. Mm-hmm. When they played that year, they they lost to Iowa State, who was 14th at the time, 14th in the nation. They lost by a little over 20. Nobody else, literally nobody else. Yeah. Uh oh. Where'd the bracket go? But I just they beat. The- you just can't use that as the only reason and reason, but. I have my point. You really want to bring it up? Sixteen over one. It literally can happen. Sure, man. That's. I mean, that was. Yeah, it's the painful truth. Yep. You want to go Colgate? I really want to go Colgate. Fine, we'll go Colgate. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Next game: Florida, Virginia Tech. I like Trey Mann on Florida. The toss up for me. I oh wow, VT got it's four and oh against top 25 teams to Arkansas and Alabama, and they lost to Florida State. I think we go Virginia Tech. I'd go Virginia Tech too. All right, and then Baylor, Wisconsin. I think we got to go Baylor. Baylor. All right, uh, Winthrop, Purdue. Ah, Purdue. I think Purdue's the safest pick here. And then Texas Tech, Colgate. I Texas Tech, man. No, bro, that's such a dumb pick. How is it? It's. I, <laughs> I could say the same thing about your whole Colgate thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's go Texas Tech. All right. 
Texas Tech and then Virginia Tech, Ohio State. I think Ohio State wins this. Ohio State, yeah. All right. So we now we have a one four six two. Yeah. Baylor Purdue. Ah, boy, we don't have a like single ba- one seed yet. No, I know. No, Baylor. I am confident right. in Baylor. Ohio State. See, in the one bracket I did, I had Texas Tech beating them. Their defense was better. Just, I don't like Ohio State because they they can't keep a lead, especially in the final minutes. They will blow that lead. The only problem, Texas Tech is 3-8 and eight against top 25 teams. Played them a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, they, actually, like they, they played them the same number of times, and Ohio State was 7-4, and four, Texas Tech was 3-8. and eight. Twice to Kansas, lost twice to West Virginia. They lost twice to Oklahoma State. Well, Ohio State beat Illinois, who's arguably the best team in the tournament, beat Michigan, that's another one seed, beat Iowa, beat Purdue, beat Wisconsin, beat Maryland, beat Rutgers twice, beat Michigan State. I'm thinking go Ohio State in this, but... It's hard to argue with that. Let's go Ohio State. Baylor, Final Four. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I don't know. Ah. Oh, they're they beat Illinois. Okay. I'm. That is enough to convince me that Baylor can. You want to go have, Baylor? I yes. Let's go Baylor. You stole Colgate. I'm kidding. <laughs> region. I think Illinois over Drexel, for sure. Uh, yeah. Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was five and three against top twenty. Oh, yeah. The only problem is Loyola, Chicago's defense, very good. You know they're but, still going to lose to Drake. I I like Georgia Tech too. All right, Tennessee, Oregon State. Both teams Tennessee. had relatively low opponent points per game. Tennessee had their opponent points per game. Um, I'm confident in Tennessee. Okay, man. And then and Oklahoma State, Liberty. I don't think there's really a question here. Yeah, I'm confident in Oklahoma State. All right. San Diego State, Syracuse. You know this how is... I re- hey, you know me how I'm really liking Syracuse this year. Syracuse, man. I respect it. West Virginia, Moorhead State, West Virginia, I'm guessing. Yeah, let's go West Virginia. Right. And then uh, Clemson, Rutgers. Rutgers. Okay. I could. I actually want to make a case quick for Clemson. Their defense was very good this year. They mm-hmm. beat They beat Florida State. They beat Purdue. Um, they beat Syracuse once they beat Alabama, but Rutgers beat Illinois. Um, they beat Purdue and they beat Michigan State. I kind of a sleeper team though. I do. I like them as a sleeper team also. All right, let's go. Let's go Rutgers and then Houston, Cleveland State, Houston, Houston. All right, Georgia Tech. That I can almost say without question. That's where that's gonna go. Um, next game, uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Gotcha. Syracuse, West Virginia. Remember, West Virginia got... had the really tough strength of schedule, but they're they've been ice cold. 
recently. They have been ice cold. Syracuse has been low-key getting hotter. I know they just lost on a heartbreaking buzzer beater, like I said earlier, to Virginia. But I love their defense, and I love Buddy Dayheim, Joe Girard, Dolajai. Okay, man, I I'll I'll take you on Syracuse. That's a we need more eleven. We need more low seeds like that in our Sweet Sixteen yeah, and stuff. Exactly. And then uh, I'm with a team like Houston. Yeah, an overrated team. Okay. I don't I don't think they're underseeded. They're definitely not underseeded, but they're not overseeded. Okay. Well, yeah. A tough team to gauge, but I think they'll probably win that. And then Illinois, Oklahoma State. This would be must-watch stuff right here. Illinois, because they're just such a more well-rounded team. And I don't know who Oklahoma State's big man would be that could guard Kofi Coburn. If you can't can't guard Jericho Sims on Texas, how are you going to guard Kofi Coburn? Yeah, that's, that's the problem, man. I think Illinois could, is going to win that. But that's just much watch. Kate Cunningham versus Ayo Dosumu. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. And then Houston. I, these are both teams I really like. The only problem is we have one, two, one. We'd have one, two, one, three, one, two, one, two. I don't Maybe. know. And if you're not comfortable with one, two, one, two, one, two, one, three, then. I think I maybe we – do we just bite the bullet and go Houston? That's real tough. Um, I can look at the uh, 2019 March Madness bracket. Let me – that year it was 1-2-1-3. Because it was – it was – one two one three one three five two. Wait, so go Houston. Yeah, go Houston. All right, and then Houston, Illinois. I think Illinois. Illinois. Iowa and Texas. All right. All right. All right. And then Baylor versus Illinois. You know, this is pretty much what my first bracket is like, except we tweaked a couple first and second round matchups. Yeah. And in my first bracket, I went with Illinois. But in my second bracket I did, when I looked up some stats and analytics and whatnot, I had Baylor over Illinois. Do we want to go Baylor? I, I really like Jared Butler and Macy Oteague. Mark Vidal's a hustler. Like, I watched a lot of Baylor and – if their shooters can get hot, they're really good, and they got good defense. If Jer- Jared Butler, Ayo Dosumu would be a good matchup. Sure. They beat Illinois earlier this year by 13. Uh, in, I think we, we go, go Baylor. In Jared, we trust. I think we should go Baylor, Iowa for the national championship here. Yeah, Baylor. All right, man. We're going Baylor all the way. Tiebreaker final score. Final two, score. These are two high scoring teams. All right, I'd go 88. 88, 
do we want a close game or do we want like a blow? I think. Ah, close game. Maybe 88, 83. That's good with me, man. Submitting. Pick has been saved. Let's go. Yes, sir. That is so interesting. We did our bracket. We gave you our takes on the teams. Carl, it was great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Andy and Carl, for coming on the show. Enjoyed talking to you guys about March Madness. And hopefully, maybe before the Final Four, we can get another discussion in on the pod. Um, So to all of you, thank you all so much for coming back and listening. Season 2, it's starting. Got a lot of great stuff coming. Yankees baseball coming back soon. That's something to get excited about. Um, So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy March Madness. Go watch some basketball. Hopefully your brackets don't get too busted on the first day. But anyways, enjoy. Hope you guys liked the episode. Go follow the Instagram if you haven't already. Have a good one. Peace.